Yo, what is going on, everyone? My name is Nick, or The Notorious Fantasy, and in today's video, we're going over my top five defenses to stream for week number 11 of the 2023 fantasy football season, as well as at the end of today's video, quickly glossing over five other additional defenses that you guys could be streaming for week number 11. But before we could get into things, I would like to ask that if you guys are new to the channel and you do end up enjoying today's video, that you please make sure to hit that subscribe button down below and watch you're down there whether you are new to the channel or not please make sure they do leave a like on today's video it would help me out a ton if you want to follow me on twitter or x please do so at notorious fntsy so without further ado let's get into my week 11 defenses to stream for the 2023 fantasy football season we begin with my first defense to be streaming for week number 11 of the 2023 fantasy football season, the Detroit Lions, going up against the Chicago Bears this week at home in Detroit. Now, the Lions defense is currently rostered in 23.9% of leagues on ESPN and 23.1% rostered on NFL Fantasy. Now, as we are sitting right now on Monday, it does really feel like it's up in the air on if Justin Fields will end up playing or not. As we started off last week, it did kind of seem like up against the Panthers on Thursday night football Justin Fields would suit up but as it got closer to Thursday it was like all right they're putting him on ice for at least one more week now I would say that it is definitely more likely that Justin Fields plays than he doesn't play but again that isn't a 100% guarantee just yet in my opinion now to me the Lions defense probably won't be as good if Justin Fields plays but there is still huge upside regardless for the Detroit Lions defense now the Lions defense week 10 up against the LA Chargers in LA they got into a shootout in this game and the Lions defense came out flat like Stanley and just was not able to really have all that great of a game the Lions ultimately win the game because the offense played out of their minds Jameer Gibbs, David Montgomery formed an Eiffel Tower over that defense. Amon Ross St. Brown went crazy as well. The Lions win 41-38. to The defense gets one fumble recovery and 38 points allowed. But there is a big difference here between the offense of the Chargers and Justin Herbert the Pervert compared to the Chicago Bears with either Tyson Bajant or or Justin Fields. Now, the Panthers defense, week 16 at Chicago on Thursday Night Football, they lose 13 to 16. We all know that the Panthers defense is complete and utter dick cheese at this point in the season, 16 points allowed. So again, while the Lions defense has been very up and down all season, we have seen very high highs from the Lions defense where they look like one of the best defenses in the league, and we've seen some down games where the defense can't get to the quarterback, where the defense struggles a lot in coverage. This week against the Bears, I think they are going to look significantly better. I think they're going to be able to get home a ton on either Fields or Tyson Bajan. And again, whether or not Justin Fields plays, I still do believe the Detroit Lions are the number one defense to stream on the week. I think we are going to see a very solid performance out of this Lions defense. Again, don't worry too much about how they looked up against the Chargers because the Bears offense is terrible compared to the offense of the Chargers. At number two, we got the left hands up. Who are we? The Commanders. The Washington Commanders going up against the New York Football Giants at home in Washington. 20.5% rostered on ESPN for the Commanders defense. 16.1% rostered on NFL. Now, Brian Dable did say after the game that they're sticking with the Italian boy, Tommy DeVito. Now, 
Tommy DeVito against the Cowboys did just about as good as he could possibly do. He didn't make any crazy mistakes, but the problem for DeVito was that he was pressured on every single drop back, basically. He was dropping back, and within two fucking seconds, there was three men in his face. The dude was getting bukkake'd all game long, and the Giants' offensive line could not adjust one bit to all of that pressure that the Cowboys' defense had for him. Now, the Commanders' defense, they got rid of Chase Young Moolah, baby, who's on the 49ers. Sweat, now on the Bears. But I don't even think it matters that the Commanders' two better defensive players are gone because the Giants' O-line is a steaming pile of dog shit. The Commanders' defense, Week 10 at the Seattle Seahawks, they got into a very high-scoring game. They lose 26-29. to Ultimately, the Seattle Seahawks prevail. Sam Howell has a very solid game. One sack, 29 points allowed for the Commanders' defense. Now... You might be thinking, Nick, you shit all over the Seattle Seahawks offense all the time. You talk negative about Geno Smith, who looked kind of okay against the Commanders. Well, again, just like we talked about with the Lions, there are levels to things in the NFL. The Chicago Bears offense is nowhere near the Chargers offense, just like the offense of the Seahawks again, I don't think is super elite, is nowhere close to the Giants offense. The Giants offense is honestly hard to watch. I live in New Jersey. I am a Dolphins fan. I have tons of friends that are Jets and Giants fans. And honestly, both of those offenses combined probably couldn't muster up 20 points in most games. They are that fucking bad. Again, the Commander's defense, Week 10 versus the Giants in Jerry's World, they win 49-17, to 17, 5 sacks, 1 INT, 17 points allowed. Do I expect 5 sacks up against Tommy DeVito? Probably not. But could the Commander's defense get 3? Could they get a pick? Could they get a fumble? 100%. And at this point in the season, streaming your defense against the Giants seems like Printing money. At number three, we got the Miami Dolphins versus the Las Vegas Raiders. The Dolphins are currently rostered in 51.1% of leagues on ESPN, 43.2% on NFL, which to me was a little bit shocking considering they're coming off of the bye week. The Dolphins were on bye last week in week 10, so we got to hop in the time machine like our name was Marty McFry. Marty McFry? Marty McFly all the way back to week 9 for the defense's stats of the Dolphins. Dolphins week 10 in Germany, Guten Tag against the Chiefs. They lose 14-21. to In the first half, the Dolphins' defense looked like a sieve. They looked like when Moses parted the Red Sea, right? Basically, the whole entire Chiefs' offense was just running a train on the Dolphins in the first half. It was, honestly, as a Dolphins fan, hard to watch. We had zero answer for their offense, and then our offense just couldn't figure anything out. It was a... Basically, it was a disaster from both sides of the ball. And then in the second half, the Dolphins offense starts percolating, and as does the defense. And the defense really showed up in the second half. Two sacks, one fumble recovery, and 15 points allowed up against the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes. 
Now, the Jets defense, week 10 up against the Raiders in Viva Las Vegas. Primetime Sunday night football. The Jets lose 12 to 16. Three sacks, one INT, one fumble recovery, and 16 points allowed. Garrett Wilson had a deep ball thrown to him at the end of the game. A Hail Mary. Zach Wilson did a dip, dive, and dodge like he was in fucking dodgeball. Threw the ball deep to Garrett Wilson. And then Tyler Conklin turned into prime Darrell Revis and swatted that thing away from his own teammate. You hate to see it. Again, is the Dolphins' defense as good as the Jets' defense right now? I would say probably not. But I think coming out the bye with Ramsey back, with all of these guys back for the Dolphins, I think the Raiders' offense is going to have zero answer here. I don't think they're going to be able to answer the bell. I think this is going to be an ass whooping of the century. I think the Dolphins are going to lay a pipe for that ass like they're a plumber, Mario, or Luigi And I really think this is going to be a huge game from the Dolphins defense. Now, the Raiders offense, the only thing that worries me as a Dolphins fan and as an NFL fan is, hey, the Raiders, ever since they fired Josh McDaniels and went with Pierce as the interim head coach, you get a little bit of fire from that, right? You beat the Jets in a slugfest, right? Super high scoring game, 16 to 12, right? You beat the Giants the week prior. So while the opponents are subpar, they're still running hot. They're smoking cigars in the locker room like they're LSU with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. So I still think the Dolphins defense is going to just run them over, right? Fucking stiff arm them, Derrick Henry to Josh Norman. But that little bit of fire in the heart of the Raiders scares me. Just a little bit enough to note. Moving now to game number four here, defense to stream number four. We got the cold like Minnesota Vikings at the Denver Broncos on because you waited all day for Sunday night. So guess what? You'll just get the Broncos on Monday night football. You get double tapped Sunday night football. Week 11, 23.8% rostered on ESPN, 26.1% rostered on NFL. Now, the Vikings defense, week 10 versus the Saints. When Derek Carr was in the game, this was looking like a game where the Saints offense was completely limp-dick. They were in need of a Viagra. They were in need of one of those gas station pills. And, you know, Rite Aid was closed or Quick Check, whichever. I just said Rite Aid as if that's a gas station. But you get it, right? The Exxon was closed, pal. No BP oil for you, all right? And in that game, once Jameis Winston came in, it was like that fire we talked about the Ra- with the Raiders, right? The fire went in their belly, and they started playing quite well. The Vikings defense still three sacks, two INTs, 19 points allowed, and we've been talking about this for the last couple of weeks now. Early on in the season, it was the same Vikings defense, same shit, different day that we saw last season. Sure, Brian Dable was there, but the defense didn't really make great strides. But very comparable to the Dolphins' defense, as the season went along, the defense started to get better. They started to mold to the system. And while the Vikings' defense isn't largely better if you look at the personnel, right? Their defense, the 11 starters that are out there are not marginally better than the 11 that were out there last year, but they're just gelling together right now, and it is working very well. Now, the Broncos play tonight on Monday Night Football against the Bills, so we have to look back to Week 8 for their opponent's defensive stats because they were on bye in Week number 9. Safe assumption here, the Broncos offense plays Pretty decent against the Bills. I don't think they'll win the game, but the Bills' defense is very banged up. So even though the Broncos' offense 
no one's going to sit here, and me included, say that, oh my god, the Broncos offense is awesome, right? They should be able to do enough, though, against a battered Bills team to just play somewhat decent. Again, do I expect them to hang 32 on the Bills' head top? Of course not. But could they get 24, 27 points? Definitely possible. Again, am I saying it's a lock? No. But it is in the realm of possibilities because, again, the Bills' defense is so banged up. So the Chiefs' defense, Week 8, at the Denver Broncos. The Chiefs lose that game 9-24, but if you guys remember, that was the game where Patrick Mahomes was just essentially broken. He was sick, this, that, and the other thing. Jordan flu game didn't work for Patrick Mahomes. Six sacks, one fumble recovery, 24 points allowed. The defense was basically just left out to dry. They were doing everything they could, and eventually they, they just got tired of getting put on the field a million times because Mahomes couldn't do anything, and they lose. You know, they, they call uncle. It is what it is. So the Vikings defense that has continued to get better as the season goes along up against the Broncos offense that is below mid. This should be a solid game for the Vikings defense who have been very reliable over the last couple of weeks. And again, Jameis Winston definitely looked a lot better than Derek Carr. But, you know, we're going against Russell Wilson here. So I think the Minnesota Vikings defense is a very, very nice ad. My wife. So before we got into defense to stream numero five, as well as the five additional defenses to stream, I would like to give you guys a quick word from our friends and our sponsor over at Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is the best place to play NFL Pick'em in the whole entire universe, and we're going to be talking about a great offer that Underdog Fantasy has for you guys today after we explain how the NFL Pick'em works on Underdog Fantasy. So you're going to have to pick at least one player from each team we're going to be talking about tonight's game, Monday Night Football Broncos at the Buffalo Bills. So we're going to go ahead and go with Cortland Sutton higher than 46 and a half receiving yards. I think that is very plausible up against the Bills defense, knowing how banged up they are. And then we're going to go ahead and go with Dalton Kincaid higher than 52 and a half receiving yards. We've seen a whole lot of Dalton Kincaid in this Buffalo Bills offense ever since Dawson Knox was hurt. So again, these are just two plays for today's game and if you get both of these correct it will get three times you'll receive three times your entry fee if you do three picks it's six times four picks is 10 times and five picks is 20 times your entry fee again assuming that they all hit now if you're new to underdog fantasy and you live in one of the states on your screen right now if you use promo code notorious you'll receive a first match deposit bonus on underdog fantasy up to a hundred dollars so you deposit 100 they'll give you an additional 100 if you do 50 it's additional 50 25 additional 25 the minimum deposit on underdog fantasy is ten dollars so again you got to use promo code notorious or click on the link in the video description down below if you are a new user and if you have a gambling problem please make sure that you call 1-800-GAMBLER back on into things here if you guys have enjoyed the video thus far make sure you guys hit that subscribe button if you're new whether you are new to the channel or not make sure you lightly caress that like button helps me out a ton or smash it you know is what it is i'd really appreciate that so we got the jaguars jacksonville jaguars versus the tennessee titans a legendary game between some division rivals here. 23.6% roster on ESPN for the Jags defense. And we got 20.2% rostered on NFL for the Jags defense. So the Jags last week against the 49ers. This was a good old ass whooping that we talked about a little bit earlier, right? This was a game where both teams were coming out of bye. The 49ers looked like a bat out of hell. And the Jaguars just came out just bad. Right? Brock Purdy bounced back. He's looking great. 
Trevor Lawrence just looks like a chicken with his head cut off. Just a really bad game out of him. The Jaguars defense, again, I've been talking about them all year. They're not the Saxonville Jaguars, you know, from back in the day with Ramsey, all those guys. They're also not some bottom-of-the-barrel dick cheese defense. They're pretty above average, but not great in my opinion. Will Levis had one great game against Atlanta. He shits the bed against Pittsburgh. And last week, to me, up against the Bucks, didn't look good either. Now, again, am I writing off Will Levis, Geno Smith style? Fuck no, baby. He's a rookie. Third ever NFL game. It is what it is. Maybe I greatly underestimated the Buccaneers' defense last week. But, again, I don't think that Levis is terrible, but I also don't think he's really all that great, and I think that the Jaguars' defense is going to be able to pressure him all game long. So the Buccaneers' defense, Week 10 up against the Titans, they win 20-6. to They allow six points, obviously. Four sacks, one INT in that game. I know the Jags, they only had two sacks. They got smacked up by Big Cock Brock and the 49ers. Everyone except for Christian McCaffrey. You get a touchdown. You get a touchdown. You all get a touchdown, Oprah Winfrey style. And then Christian McCaffrey loses out on that record. I think he scored in 17 straight games. The 49ers throw Darnold into the game. All the backups are in, and McCaffrey's still out there trying to score a touchdown on fourth down. It is what it is. He doesn't break the record. Jaguars defense, again, did not look right in that game. The whole team looked like they weren't on by. It looks like they just flew in from London two days ago, and they didn't get to see their family. They woke up in Jacksonville and just got bent over a fucking table without the use of lube. But again, up against a rookie quarterback in Will Levis, I think this is a get-right game for the Jaguars as a whole because, again, they just looked like dog shit in that game against the 49ers. Offense, defense, bounce-back spot for them. So now we move on in to the additional, the bonus defenses, other defenses to stream that probably aren't available. So we got the Cowboys at the Panthers, pretty self-explanatory, one of the best defenses in the NFL, up against one of the worst offenses in the NFL with a rookie quarterback, the Browns versus the Steelers. The Browns defense looks kind of hit or miss recently. I still think they're one of the better defenses in the NFL, and they're going up against Kenny Pickett. We all know how that's going to go. The Buffalo Bills versus the Jumbo Jets. Again, we talked about the Bills defense when we were talking about the one of the offenses earlier right with the Denver Broncos maybe they look good tonight maybe they don't but again I don't believe the Bills defense is the Bills defense that came into the season obviously they're banged up but against Zach Wilson you don't need some heavily fortified unit right you don't need to have the best defense on earth to beat Zach Wilson Mono Man. Now, Mono Man is Sam Darnold, who we talked about a little bit ago. We got the MILF Hunter, Zach Wilson. Fucked up the Jets quarterback nickname. Then we got the Jets versus the Bills. Great defense, offense that's been kind of kind of bad recently, if we're being honest. And then the Seattle Seahawks at the LA Rams. Again, the Seahawks defense. Another one of those teams that's kind of hit or miss. You don't know which defense you're going to get. On paper, the defense is great. And I don't think Stafford's going to play. 
Even if Stafford plays, I still like the Seahawks defense. So thank you guys all so much for watching. If you did end up enjoying today's video, make sure you guys hit that subscribe button down below. Smash it like it owes you some money. Make sure you guys hit that like button whether you are new to the channel or not. It helps me out a ton. If you guys got any questions about the defenses, ask them down below. If you want to check out the Patreon, my Week 11 rankings will be out typically on around Wednesday or Thursday morning. And I also answer all of the questions that you guys post on there for $7.50 a month. I love you guys all so much. I hope you have a great rest of your guys' day. And as always, we'll be back later with the waiver Wire video. Have a great one. Goop-wee!